is Creative School Atlanta, the podcast. We are the founders of a boutique school for creative careers, giving you the inside scoop on the TV, film, digital production world filled with tips, juicy stories, and inside scoop. We are known as producers on Emmy award-winning shows, director, author, actor, we do it all. We are the known for our work with MTV, NBC Universal, Forbes, Coca-Cola, AMC, and so many more. And with celebrities like Kim Kardashian, Matt Damon, Michelle Obama, and all your favorite ABC and D-list actors. CSATL is your go-to boutique school for creative careers taught by real-life industry pros based in Atlanta. Hi, I'm Ashley Cantley. And I'm Thomas Cantley. And we are coming at you again during quarantine, and we are outside, so you might hear the wind blowing, the birds chirping, and maybe even some lawnmowers happening. Yeah. (laughs) Quarantine life. Um, So this episode, we really wanted to give you some solid tips to break into the business. So here are five tips. But before we start that, I just want to know, Thomas, did you find it difficult to break into the business? Oh, yeah. You know, I had no mentors at the time. And, you know, after I, you know, previously stated in the other in the first podcast that, uh, you know, I had to kind of go out and figure out my own stuff. And and my film school didn't really have a good post alumni program. They were also in Canada, so they didn't have any connections in the U.S. So once I moved to New York, I was kind of on my own. I didn't go to film school, so I didn't have any college connections. And when I moved to New York City, I mean, this was so long ago, 19 years ago, emailing wasn't really a thing. I would literally print, I don't know, 100 resumes and mail them out to every production company in New York or literally walk door to door to deliver them. Oh, and you know a story I actually (laughs) forgot about uh, until right now? Uh, about a connection, sorry, ex-girlfriend. But when I lived with an ex-girlfriend that ended up getting me to New York, she went to Parsons School of Design, which is where Project Runway was filmed. So that's how I ended up getting my first, one of my first gigs because it was the first season that they did. And, you know, my ex at the time was like, just, you got to get in there, shoot it, you know, and she got me my connection. Lucky you. You got to use who you know to get in the business. Um, Okay, so... Tip number one, grow your connections and always maintain good relations with them. Yeah, I mean, that's hugely important. Like like I mentioned in the last podcast um, about Katy Perry, you know, that story of just not maintaining a good relationship. But I learned from that. I learned from that experience because your relationships are everything because the industry is so small. People talk. And we share we share our relationships, and we do that to the, to this day. If you want to hear the Katy Perry story, check out episode one. Thomas shares a really good story about how he learned this lesson. Um, for me, I actually uh, lived with someone who became my best friend in Madrid, Spain, actually. She was from New Jersey, and at the time, I was from Pennsylvania. We were 19 years old, and when I moved to New York, she was already in New York, and we had stayed best friends, and she actually helped me get my first internships. And then you know what else I want to say? When I was working at Martha Stewart, I I went from executive assistant to segment producer, but when I was an executive assistant, I was driving around my boss at the time. Her name was Linda, and she used to say to me, she used to say, 
always treat the assistants nicely because someday the assistants are going to be hiring you. And that's hugely important. And, you know, and that leads into about the pilot that we actually ended up shooting is like we grew our relationships. You want to grow your Rolodex because at the end of the day, when you're a producer and you're making your own content, you want to know that you don't want to be going Oh, where's that sound guy? Oh, no, wait a minute. I do have that sound guy because I have networked or that script supervisor. You want to be able to build your network as much as possible. So when you are creating your own independent projects and that quality as well, they're there just a phone call away. Yeah, Thomas is really, really great at making connections and um, he's really great at that. Tip two, work hard, be flexible and be willing to go above and beyond. Working hard and going above and beyond is key because, you know, truly to get anything done and having good people working for you, like when we were working on our pilot, we had such a great, amazing group that I would continue to hire and, and hire again, you know? So it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it, it really stands out, especially when you have a small community and you're trying to build your relationships, you're trying to get yourself out there, like we said too, is how important your relationships are, is this is just as important. Yeah. So the thing about working hard, I I think because so many young people have access to online platforms, which uh, us veterans didn't have, it seems like maybe you don't have to work as hard to break into the business, but you always have to work hard when you're working with others, especially when you're starting at the bottom and you're also just learning. Um, The thing is, if you don't know how to do something or if you're not sure what to do, but if you have an attitude like, oh, for sure, I'm going to make that happen, or let me figure that out, or yeah, let's do it, that is the best way to get people to notice you, see that you're a hard worker, and rise through the ranks, because production can be long days. They can be 12 to 17-hour days, and you want people who are willing to put in those hours, work hard, and also solve problems for you. But definitely, let's 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 emphasize on the above and above and beyond. Don't don't get your Harvey Weinstein situation right. in there too, because you know you whether you're a man or a woman, you have limitations. You know you don't put yourself out there if you need to get to that next level. Well, you have personal boundaries of like moral boundaries, but if they want you to like, I used to have to drive a cube truck through New York City and load and unload equipment. I do not like to do manual labor, nor do I know how to drive a cube truck, but I did it. Sometimes I sat in the car for hours, six hours to eight hours. I used to listen to Howard Stern on the radio. And I mean, I basically did whatever they needed whenever they wanted. Some I would wake up at four in the morning. I would pick up my boss in New Jersey and drive to Connecticut and drive her to New York all through the tri-state area. You know, I was willing to do whatever it Talk. And work overtime and not get paid sometimes, you know, for that. I mean, that's that stuff's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm talking the other stuff, dressing sexy or, you know, having little things that people are saying or, or doing, you know, in a, in a, you have to be, you have to also be able to speak up and speak out too. And, and you just can't be taken advantage in any way is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, on that point, Thomas, did you ever have a, a story where you were taken advantage of? I'm just curious. Oh, man. So there's so many producers that when I was growing up, like, thought I was super cute and, you know, rubbed up against me and stuff like that. I mean, it's 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 out there, you know, and, and whether you're a guy or a girl, it happens. You know, I never said anything or did anything because it made me uncomfortable, but it was 
It happened, 100%. I've always worked with super respectful people, so that has never happened to me. And um, I would say I have been on sets, 17-hour sets, where I've tried to eat a banana for lunch, and people criticize me for stopping to take breaks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, in that sense, too, I have. Yeah, I mean, I guess people using and abuse you in, in, in extending your hours or certain things like that and not getting paid or little shady stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had that in that sense, too. I've had that happen. Okay. Um, so be aware for that. Oh, be aware of that, but be willing to work hard, be flexible. Okay, number three, work for free. I can't tell you how important this is. This is how I broke into the business. I worked so many internships and so many long, hard productions for free, and this is how I broke into the business. Yes, you have to, you know, whatever position you're in or focus that you're in, you have to be able to build your reel. But the one thing is, too, is when you're working for free, one thing I always tell a lot of students or any other, anyone that I'm mentoring is... Look at the quality of work you're doing for free because that represents you. You don't want to be wasting your time on projects that are crap or not good because then your your time is valuable. So you have to look at who they are, who the directors are, who the producers are, what have they created before. And if it is for free, great. Like when I, when I worked on projects for free, I truly researched who it was and if it was going to benefit me. It has to benefit you or else it is a waste of your time. I mean you have to learn and start from somewhere with your peers because you never know how they're going to – where they're going to be, you know, or how they're going to grow, but you still definitely have to look at the quality. When we did our pilot, um, you know, we had our whole entire crew and people come together for free because we gave them opportunities that this was a pilot. We had a, a, a couple of great actors on there. We had one actor from Ozark who's pretty well known. And, 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 you know, so it was a great experience for some of these students that were just coming fresh out of school and our DP, who is a fairly new Um, You know, he's done stuff, a bunch of stuff in the commercial world and stuff like that. But being able to do his first pilot, he came in and had all of our gear and everything. And he's amazing. And and he so. So, yeah. So with our pilot was was is a great example of showing, you know, students that came right out of school and we gave them the opportunities to be first ACs and 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 PA and intern on, on the sets and stuff like that and be there. And then they were so good and they worked so hard. We ended up going on because our the network is small and the community is small. We ended up getting them jobs externally out of the pilot. So, When I was working, um, I had an intern, a girl who reached out to me from Utah, like quite aggressively. And I ended up hiring her and she ended up being my intern, working for free, worked so hard. And she went on to become one of the Food Network stars with her own Food Network show. And she's a well-known person today. So always accept free work if it's worthwhile. Okay, number four, create your own work. This is so, so key. We live by this. Yeah, I mean, no matter what job you're doing, if it's if it's that, you got to have your balance. You got to be able to do the work that you want, but you also have to you want to be have a sustainable career in our industry, you know. And this is a great way to balance yourself. You have to always be creating because 99% of the time, the stuff that you're doing in your regular job, it's not exactly what you want to be doing. Um, but you still have to put your 110% in. So that's why you have to have this balance of creating your own work and putting it out there. Back when we started, we didn't have these platforms, um, especially with social and all these other opportunities of now streaming TV and stuff like that. You can be, and your iPhones, you can be making your own content all from your mobile device. 
Yeah, so I've been in the business for 19 years and I have been creating my own projects for 19 years. Even when I was at Martha Stewart, I was writing my own projects. When I was at the Meredith Vieira show, I was doing my own projects. And now Thomas and I, 19 years later, are still doing our own projects. So it's it's key to fulfill you creatively and also could be your big ticket to um, massive success. Yeah. And it's just, it's always about finishing it too. You know, I mean, Ashley and I will go back and forth on this, you know, sometimes you shelve it, but I'm an avid person of just like finishing it or put it to its best place. I have a documentary that I've done and it's been sitting on the shelf for 10 years, but I've been coming back and forth on it and doing stuff and the right time will happen, but never, you know, always keep moving on your projects and always keep creating. Let's take a quick pause to talk about Creative School Atlanta and our two programs that we have running right now that we are now accepting applications for. We have a summer school, high school, online production intensive, and we have our signature um, certificate 80-hour TV film digital production intensive that is online and also in person. What makes these courses special, Thomas? Uh, definitely. Like, as I mentioned in the podcast is one, one thing that me, um, you know, as, as we mentioned earlier, I went to film school, Ashley didn't go the traditional route is that I didn't get exactly what I wanted. And one thing is that Ashley and I collaborated on a true experience that students will be able to get exactly what they want, truly customize their experience and get what they want out of our program. So our program is completely designed like no other school program because what it does is it um, it's, uh, customizes. customizes, but uh, it also, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, Just don't say anything. I'll cut this out. Okay. Um, what, what is it when it says, when um, it manipulates the exact way of sequence. Simulate. Simulates. So, and, and our program simulates how production flow actually works. So when I was going to school, I was taking all these courses and these classes of film production, sound, cinematography and everything, but it wasn't in sequence. So we specifically designed our production program to flow just like real production. So our educators come in when they're needed in those specific times. Our educators are also high-level professionals who are Emmy Award winners, who are working in high-profile jobs, and who are taking time especially out just to talk to our students. And even during this downtime, we're establishing relationships, and we already have major relationships uh, for uh, post-placement. So when I was going to school as well, I went out into the world, had no idea where to start. So we're going to really create that boutique feel where we really, our students, their success is our success. Check it out. Creativeschoolatlanta.com. We are interviewing now. Okay. So the number five um, tip to break into the business is to never give up. Yeah. There's, there's an amazing um, uh, um, actor's access with Orlando Bloom that I'll never forget too. And he just said, you know, simply, he isn't the greatest actor in the world. Um, he just never gave up. He just kept at it because it's natural that people will fall off the train. You know, when I look at my graduation program, you know, when I went to film school, I look at, you know, the average statistic is anywhere from one to 5% of people who will sustain a career in the industry. And I look at it and I look at my graduating class and I go, wow, yeah, there's only maybe a handful of the students that are still, you know, 15 years later, still working in the business. 
Yeah, I look at the people that I started with 19 years ago, and like Thomas said, only a handful of people are still in the business, including me. And guess what? I'm still friends with the same people that I um, like, you know, in quotes, grew up with in the business 19 years ago. And uh, I've watched many people drop out, and I've watched many women drop out, especially when they had kids. But there's always opportunities to continue working, even on your own terms, if you're someone, because um, sometimes production doesn't give you a really great work-life balance. But when you're young, you go for it hard. And then when, you, when you're older, it eases up a little bit. And then you could create work on your own terms and work on your own terms. And that's the cool thing. You can always come back. So even it's never look at it as never giving up. You can look at it as taking a break, taking a break reevaluating coming back but you can always like whether you're writing or doing anything you can however many hours you're putting into your creative content or your productions or anything never give up never use you know never you lose your love for what we do yeah and that's the thing that's true thomas and i still so much love what we do but you, you can also pivot if you're sick of writing or if you're sick of producing you can pivot and go into casting or you can try editing like i've done that so many times in my career or start a school yeah or start a school we love we're so excited that we started this school because we get to work with people who are new to the business and super excited and the energy is like really good a lot of people who have been in the business for a while are jaded but we are just as excited as ever to be in this business and then we get our students to work for us for free <laughs> work for us for free but then hey hey you're gonna get on on your way for your next you'll get here. your own food network and then show hire us later <laughs> yeah and then you can hire us so those are our five tips to break into the business and let's move on to a memorable moment in the business that we've both had. Thomas? Oh, man. Um, yet again, back when I went to Vancouver Film School, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I almost, because I, like I mentioned in previous episodes, I do have ADHD and I have dyslexia, so I have learning disabilities, so I don't typically learn um, a normal way, like especially when it comes with textbook or anything, to something that I'm not fully interested in. Um, it, it just creates blockages. It's hard for me to learn. So I'm a very physical learner. Um, and by the way, that's the concept of our school too. It's not textbook learning. It's, it's, it's practical, very practical, hands-on experience, experience wise. So when it, when I, I had difficulties going to school and, and when I wanted to, so for me, I kind of, I kind of checked out a little bit because when I mentioned in the previous episode, I didn't get, I spent all this money on this program and I didn't get to do what I wanted. I didn't get to direct and I didn't get direct. I was stuck sound mixing, which gave me appreciation for sound and, and sound is such a huge part of it. But it's not what I wanted to do as a focus. So I ended up uh, getting an opportunity on the side where there was a movie called uh, Battle in Seattle. And um, Stuart Townsend was directing it, Charlize Theron, Joshua Jackson, Andre 3000, everyone. The list goes on. There was a big independent um, film that Stuart Townsend, the director and actor, um, financed himself. So it was really low budget. And I ended up getting an opportunity. I forget who the who gave me the opportunity, but um, I think it was someone, th teacher through my school. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was an AD teacher in my school who said, Thomas, I got a friend of mine who's a producer on this. And anyways, they got me the gig. And... So I started missing a lot of my classes. Um, my marks were going down a bit because they really needed me. I was like going above and beyond and I was busting my ass and doing really great. And Stuart loved me and Charlize loved me. And all of a sudden I ended up getting called in 
my school and they're like, Thomas, your marks are really dropping um, and your attendance a little bit. And they said that I was going to have to be um, separated from the school. So they were going to have to kick me out. And I was devastated. So I had to go back to Stuart and I said, you know, we only had a couple weeks left of production. And Stuart's like, no, you, you can't, you can't leave. You, you know, we need you. You're such a, um, you know, you're a contributor to this project that I, I truly need you. So he ended up getting the whole cast. Um, oh yeah. And Woody Harrelson was there and everyone. And, and anyways, they, they wrote a whole letter to my teacher and my Dean, um, saying that this is the best practical experience that Thomas will get in the industry. So, Stuart dropped me off with Charlie. Charlie's waiting in the car um, out front of Vancouver Film School. Anyways, I go up, give my, t- give my dean the, the letter. It's like, fine, go kick me out. But downstairs, I have Stuart Townsend and Charlie's Theron waiting, waiting for me to go back to set. He left the set to come make sure that I was going to come back with him. So anyways, they gave me, they let me finish the project, and they basically passed me and let me carry through and stuff like that. But that was kind of like a memorable moment. Um, for me that I'll never forget. Um, you're really good on set too. I get, and you have such a hard time focusing on reading, <laughs> but you're really good on set. Oh, I'm the hardest worker ever. I'm like, I'm a quick learner. I don't, you don't have to, I, I've never had to be asked to told to do things. I just get up and I do it and I figure it out. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like some students can feel, and that's why part of our methodology in developing our school is we don't want anyone to feel because they learn different that they're not as good or not as worthy for a career. Yeah. And the thing is too, is like, I didn't pass any of my lighting classes in school, but you know me, I'm so meticulous and I love light and I'm just, I I know it inside out. And I wasn't book, book savvy in that sense, but knowing all the aspect ratios and everything else I needed once I put the books down and actually did it, um, I mean, I went on to be a camera operator in DP. Yeah, that's a pretty incredible story. So my story, I did mention on a previous episode, I studied at the William Esper studio with the great Bill Esper for about five to seven years. And I graduated from the two-year conservatory acting program. And then I went on to study with him in his master class for m- years. And all of my um, classmates are amazing, high-level actors and actually... When we graduated our two-year conservatory program, a few of um, my classmates started a started a group called The Collective New York, and I was a founding member of the group, and it, you would know Amy Schumer, who was a part of it, but like so many other amazing, amazing actors, and every Monday we got together and we acted, and then um, we did a lot of shows. And we did something called Collective Comedy. And this was a night where we raised money and Amy would do comedy shows up on stage with all of her friends, like some guys from 30 Rock and all of the like well-known New York comedy guys. Thing is, Amy had been on, I think, what was she on at the time? She had been on Last Comic Standing and I think she placed third or fourth. So she didn't really have much notoriety but everyone knew you know her comedy was something special so we would do collective comedy where we would all all of the members of the 
um, group would get together and rent out a church which had a really nice theater and we put on these comedy shows and I just have these great memories of sitting and working the beer and wine station just watching all these amazing comics and just kind of not knowing where it would I of course no one knows what kind of success someone's gonna get but it was just a very magical time to to watch and also to be around um just such talented people all the time yeah and that's and that's pretty cool you know i mean it's just i mean that's new york you know i mean you get the such to to see that is you know history yeah, it is New York. And to see people's careers unfold. And I mean, there are so many other people that are so talented that um, I know their careers are just unfolding right you saw, now. You saw a friend on Successions. You know, we mentioned one of our favorite shows, our new shows. He was on there. I always see actors that I know that I'm friends with on um, different shows, which is really fun. Okay, last question. What are you obsessing over? What book, what show? What documentary, Thomas? Terribly depressed that it's gone right now and it was short-lived. Um, but a UK show uh, called Sex Education. Oh my gosh, that show is so funny, so good. It's it's um, incredible. I mean, I have a, a huge crush on, uh, what's her name? <laughs> She's got the Hillary Clinton do. What's oh, her name? Um, she played oh the woman God. in X-Files. Jillian, oh, Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. Oh, man, she does it for me. <laughs> It's a really good show. It's really fun. It's um, great cast, you know, and it's just it's very diverse, which is awesome to see that it just has that. And it's very colorful in other ways where it's just a lot of um, mixed couples and relationships and, you know, uh, it's really good casting. And was it on Netflix, Thomas? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. Netflix. So check it out. Okay, friends. Uh, that's it for today. Connect with us on Facebook. Let's keep the conversation going on Instagram. You can find all that information in the show notes and we will talk to you soon. To learn more about us, you can go to creativeschoolatlanta.com. We have two programs happening right now. We are interviewing for the summer school high school program. It's now an online program starting in June. It's a three-week intensive. And we have our 80-hour certificate TV, film, digital production intensive program that we are also now accepting application for starting in July. It's an in-person class July and August and then potentially because of COVID, we could do online in September and October. We are taking all the precautions and watching the news for COVID, but we are super excited. Our classes are filling and our spots are limited. CreativeSchoolAtlanta.com to find out the information and apply now. 